Matt Strom, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. And this is the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players on Clubhouse Conversation with me, Davo, during the season. It's weekly chats with players from KC all the way down to Rookie Ball. And every week in the offseason, we catch up with former MLBers who spent time here in KC. Now, I'm very excited for the latest edition here as we're about to be joined by Matt Strom, a left-handed pitcher for Northwest Arkansas who was added to the 40-man roster over last offseason or after winning that World Series. So the Royals decided to keep him and, and not expose him to the Rule 5, and that proved to be a very, very smart decision as Strom continues to put up numbers and excite people throughout the Royals organization. Now, six foot three left-hander, 3.17 ERA, at AA Northwest Arkansas, which, if you're not familiar, is a pretty big hitters league in the Texas League there, some bandbox parks. So 317, fantastic down there. The whip is 1.17 and 87 Ks and 88 innings. Continues to just you know miss bats at every level. Going back to college, he continues to move up. Does Matt Strom, a guy who is originally from Fargo, North Dakota. Neosho Community College here in Chinook, Kansas, pitched there, was going to go to Nebraska, was committed to UNL for Coach Erstad when the Royals selected him. The rest is history. Has gone through Tommy John, has, has gone through rehab, some tough times, and it's so nice to see a good, high-character, quality individual like this do well, and a guy who I'm pretty certain we'll see at some point in the second half of this season up in KC is Matt Strom, who joins us right now on Clubhouse Conversation. So the last year, Matt, I mean, Royals win a World Series? You get added to the 40-man roster. You go to big league camp. I mean, how much fun are you having right now? How much fun has this been for you? Oh, I mean, it's real fun. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously we'd like to be winning more here, but, uh, I mean, right now, I mean, we're just we're putting together game by game and go at it day by day. Yeah, and uh, last year you told me you were really kind of working on the change-up at that point when you were at Wilmington. Um, how's the change-up yeah. progress coming along? Are you happy with where it's at, and are you throwing it a lot more than last year? Um, yeah, I'm throwing it quite a bit more. Uh, still still need, need some work. Uh, changed a little bit uh, in my mechanics and caused my change-up to be a little firmer, so now I need to figure out how to get it back down into that 84, 86 range versus the 87, 88 so, but yeah, I mean, it's still a work in progress. That's great, though, having success and, and still got some, some big upside with that third pitch there, right? Yeah, yeah. So that would be a good thing. And the curveball, I'm assuming, still the main put-away pitch. That's coming along nicely? Um, Yeah, I mean, I've been using that in my fastball. Um, get a lot of swing and misses on my fastball, so. Now, something you told me last year that you you said you'd only watched thirty minutes of the movie Fargo. You're from Fargo, North Dakota. Has, has that changed? Are we still only thirty minutes in, or have you watched the whole thing? Yeah, I still haven't watched it. <laughs> still haven't watched it. Was the thirty minutes that bad when you watched it? I mean, or was it just that uh, annoying? Maybe my attention span's not that long, but <laughs> I mean, it just I couldn't couldn't lock into it. That just seems like something like you have to do like on Thanksgiving or like a family type thing, right? When you got people around to kind of laugh at the stereotypes. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, it's 
Yeah, I couldn't get through it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. One of the classics from the 90s. Now, yeah. you guys are uh, are down in what, Midland, Texas right now? What's Midland like, and what yeah. do you do for fun down there when you're not at the park? Oh, man, there's not much to do here. Yeah? Uh, just, I mean, hang out at the hotel, play some cards, play a little Catan maybe. I don't know, it's just not much to do here. Eat at one of those, like, waffle houses attached to the hotel after the game? Aren't there all like, waffle houses everywhere down there? <laughs> I hop. That's about it. There you go. There you go. Now, speaking of uh, you know going through that Texas league down there, so your first time completely through it, then uh, it's obviously a small league. A number of them are in the minor leagues, but you know, especially in the Texas league, everybody knows each other so well. So, kind of a two-part question: Have you noticed hitters recognizing or picking up like on patterns or making adjustments to you since you've seen them so much? And then the second thing would be: Do you feel like they're starting to get to know uh, you a little bit better too? Yeah, I mean, hitters at this level are obviously making adjustments a lot, a lot quicker. And uh, facing, I mean, there was a time where I faced Springfield three, three starts out of my out of four. So, I mean, I mean, the teams are making adjustments, and I mean, they're very good at it. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, we are double A pitchers here as well, making adjustments on hitters. So, yeah, how much advanced scouting is there down there? Is there very much? Um, I mean, our, our. Uh, our coaches do a great job at getting us a scouting report on everything. Um, I mean, we have pre pre series meetings with Luber and all that, and I mean, he does he does a great job at getting relaying information to us. Okay. Okay. Cool. And that'll be good someday. You know, I keep seeing like last night, for example, KC was facing James Paxton, and a number of guys hadn't seen him in the major leagues, but they saw him so much like down in the PCL and stuff. So I guess for you, it's good too to see these guys so much and kind of put that in the back of your head, right, for down the road, hopefully. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you keep records or anything on guys? I know some pitchers like have like a notebook or like keep like notes and how they got them out. Do you do you do that or you just kind of rely on the team to do that more so? Uh no, I don't do that. Um, I try to. I mean, not necessarily rely on the team to do it for me, but try to recognize names versus all oh, third baseman from Springfield or right stuff like that. Try to recognize their name and just so later on you can know them, I guess. Yeah, very good, very good. So we mentioned being added to the 40-man uh, a bit earlier, which obviously protected you from the Rule 5 draft, and I'm assuming got you better health insurance <laughs> as well. Get you yeah. one step closer to the big leagues, obviously. That's a big hurdle out of the way. Anybody that's familiar with how rosters work knows that. So, But how about the moment you got added to the 40? So where were you at, and then were you expecting that? How would you get the news? Yeah, actually, uh, I was down in Kansas. My wife is from Kansas, and uh, we drove down for Thanksgiving. Uh, my brother is going to a junior college down there, and we went to hang out with him for the day that rosters needed to be set. And I was kind of trying to drag it out to be with him when it happened. Uh, but college kid on a Friday night doesn't want to hang out with his older brother and his <laughs> wife. So, uh, but we were we were sitting there trying to uh, wait on it. And about 30 minutes after I left my brother's college, I got a phone call on the way back to my wife's parents' house, and. Uh, it was Ronnie Richardson to congratulate me on being added. So I mean, it was a surreal moment, and uh, I mean, tried tried to share it with my brother, but I was happy to share it with my <laughs> wife, and then uh, share it with the rest of my family. I would think that's almost almost as big as like draft day, right? Because I mean, they're different, but they're they're kind of the same excitement level, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say I was probably more excited than I was on draft. Yeah, because you're so much uh, closer. I mean, yeah, I mean, it just makes it that much more real. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, draft day was very exciting as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, very similar, similar emotions experienced that day. So 
Well, you went to uh, your first big league camp then uh, this spring. You really impressed everyone. I saw several comments from Ned Yost, uh, who loves the stuff that you have. And then, so I guess, you know, biggest takeaway then from pitching in big league games and being around the big league guys, what was that kind of like? Yeah, I mean, just uh, I got to throw to Butera a couple times. Uh, I got to throw to Salvi once. And just, I mean, just taking notes on how they call pitches and just how they're pitching people. I mean, it was just great experience and then also to watch uh some of those veteran pitchers pitch up there was just something that i mean just learn from others and i'm I'm big on that and i mean it was a great experience for me um i mean the team camaraderie there was unbelievable just how i mean all the guys get along it was it was just great experience overall did you have a favorite batter that you faced or like an oh wow moment when somebody came in the batter's box um, I mean, I, I pitched against the Mariners twice, and uh, I mean, I grew up in a family that had a few Yankees fans, so facing Robinson Cano was probably my oh wow moment, I guess. Absolutely. Now, when you were up here in spring training, who were some of the uh, the MLB guys that kind of took you under their wing and that you kind of picked their brain quite a bit? I mean, it was just like I said, the whole team. I mean, just all the guys were great. I mean, not not a single one of them didn't talk to. Us younger guys or anything. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. And I mean, just hearing stories from uh, going out to that rookie uh, development thing out in Washington or in DC. I mean, uh, just hearing some of other players' spring training stories. The, the Royals are complete opposite of all. Like, I mean, it's just how well everyone got together. I guess. Yeah, for sure. That culture. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I didn't not expect it, but I mean, it was. It was great, great that it was like that. Yeah, Dayton, Scott, JJ started that whole culture. It's pretty cool to see that all the way from yeah. uh, from the top down. Um, now, going back a few years then, so a couple things I still can't get over this. We touched on this briefly <laughs> last year, but so you're a junior in high school. Let me, let's me let just triple check this is true, true uh, fact here. You're a junior in high school. Your only offer was from Jamestown University, Jamestown, North Dakota, NAIA, correct? Yep. And there were two guys on your team that threw harder that were better pitchers at that point. Is that true too? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> how, does, how does that even? So, so do you, do you stay in touch with those guys? Are they kind of like what the heck? Like nowadays or what? Uh, I mean, I've, I mean, see them in passing or whatever. But yeah, I mean, no, not don't stay in touch too much. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a sophomore that pitched ahead of me uh, my junior year, and then. I mean, he pitched ahead of me again my senior year, so, I mean, it was I just a late bloomer, I guess. Yeah, what a story. And you went from, what, about 75, 76 up to 93, 94 yeah. now, is that right? Yeah. It's yep. <laughs> fantastic. Well, some people don't know your complete story, too. So you went to Neosho CC down here in good old Chanute here in Kansas, and you committed to Nebraska, where I went, actually, to UNL. So are you, i got to get a plug in here for the Huskers. Are you still following Husker sports at all? Uh, a little bit, uh, Twitter, or something to get their updates, but I mean, nothing too crazy. Did you get a chance to talk to uh, Gordo or Brian Dunsing in spring about the Huskers baseball program at all? Uh, I talked with them a little bit. Talked with Dunsing quite a bit. Uh, I mean, they're, the the coaching staff there obviously is a lot different than when they were there. Uh, yeah, they got that new coaching staff in, I think, in 2012, maybe. Yeah. Uh huh. But but yeah, I mean, got to talk a little bit about about it with them. Okay, very nice. Yeah, Dunsing the lefty, too, so that's a good guy to bounce things yeah. off of. Uh, okay, yeah. so how about the World Series last year? Where were you uh, watching that at, and what was that experience like for you, seeing uh, see your, uh, your your friends and teammates? 
Yeah, I was at home with my family watching it. Uh, I mean, it was unbelievable what what they did and what they put together to make that run last year, coming off the the previous year of being there too. So, I mean, it was it was, it was fun to watch. I wish you could have been here for the parade. I'm sure you've heard about it, right? Were guys kind of talking about it in spring still? Yeah, I heard about it and uh, seen some pictures. It was it was crazy. Oh, intense, man! Amazing. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll see another one yeah. one of these days, and you can be a part of the next one. That would be yeah, that would be a, so. a good thing. So, what's keeping you busy these days off the field? You know, uh, I mean, I just I mean, <laughs> it's a full time job locked in to, <laughs> to baseball. I mean, other other than that, I mean, just. I mean, the camaraderie of the guys just hang out, and I mean, we kind of keep it keep it relaxed down here, and I mean, just take it day by day. You got some great uh, some great pitchers down there, man. What a great staff and and a, and a great fun team to play for down there. Do you ever just look around and think, man, these guys are talented? Like, I mean, you even guys like last yeah. night I saw Skoglin through last night, a guy that I think is very underrated. Like, it's just like you guys are full of great arms down there. Yeah, I mean, our our staff as a whole has been has been awesome. Um, I just, I mean, every day, every day we go out there. I mean, we feel like we have a chance to win every day. So I mean, it's it's great to have that feeling. Absolutely. Well, I guess the closing, like we always do. I guess last thing is, what would you like to say to uh, all the Royals fans listening right now? I just, I mean, you guys' support's unbelievable, and uh, I hope one day to be up there and fully experience it. I guess. Yeah, well, we can't wait to see you. Like we talked about, you know, getting closer with that forty-man spot, and and hopefully the next eight one six number you get won't be from me. It'll be somebody named yeah. uh, Moore or Sharp or Picolo or somebody more important. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope so. <laughs> All 